Welcome into the AU Radio Comics Corner. I think you never outgrow your love of these stories. A weekly look at new and upcoming comic book releases. I loved anything that was imaginative, that was high concept, that was a little bit bigger than life. Join us. You guys are great. Pull up a beanbag chair, settle in, and thumb through this week's issues with George and Travis. Purveyors of entertainment, we hope. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome on down to an uh, afternoon edition of the Comics Corner podcast. (laughs) Yeah. How you doing, Travis? I'm (laughs) dying. Uh, Yeah, apparently I'm dying. (laughs) Well, I'll miss you. I'll be sad to see you go. But hey, welcome on down to the Comics Corner podcast, everyone. Caterpillar Cafe, Comics Corner podcast, if if you will. That was definitely not one of our more smooth <laughs> intros. That's fine. I think I think if people are sticking it out with us at this point, they uh, they, they 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 know we're we're always smooth and savvy. Thank you, yeah. dear listener, for sticking with us through all these episodes. <laughs> you know, during the intro, I could have sworn you were humming along. I, I was. You were, okay. were. Were the mics on? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Good. So if you missed that, back it up. Listen to the beginning. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so let's talk comics. Starting it off with our our uh, our old friend Batman. Batman. Uh, we got That's a couple. Wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We got a couple of good ones this week. Uh, um. So good ones or heart wrenching. <sighs> Could that be the word you're looking for? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So I read Batman 83 first last night and I cried. You just tore that uh, bandage right off. Didn't you? Yep. <laughs> it was, oh man, it was a good, like I actually had to change the music I was listening to to fit the somber mood of the comic oh, book. Man. Like, cause it was all, I was, I was listening to Cubby, our theme song music for uh, the main AU radio. Nice. And the upbeat nature of that, that theme song that we have did Just not mesh. <laughs> no. So I went to a different album by that same artist that was a little more mellow. So I have this really, uh, sensitive cat. He's yeah. very, uh, empathic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh, Jen was reading it in the other room and the cat came in and just started yelling at me. Oh, no. I was like, what's going on? And I followed the cat back and Jen's just in tears. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, Jen, I'm sorry. I'm right there with you. And then, of course, okay. So good job, cat. Good cat. (laughs) Yeah. She needs help. She's having a hard time. (laughs) As much I was last night. If my dog was home, I definitely wouldn't have. uh, He would have been worried about me. (laughs) <laughs> and then following that without needing, well, uh, needing to not talk about Batman 83 at all because of what subject matter is in it and not trying to spoil it for you, the dear listener, if you haven't read it yet. Uh, moving on, we have Batman White Knight presents Von Freeze. Von Freeze. Von Freeze. <laughs> we got a different energy going. We do. Recording a little later. It's, yeah. We're like, we're like awake. Um, but uh, this was a comic book that um, the afterword actually describes this as... Um, as a deleted scene, if you will, between uh, Batman, White Knight, and Curse of the White Knight. So take it as a little filler one-shot that kind of happens between and it kind of gives you context to the Victor Freeze that exists in the Curse of the White Knight or the regular, the, the regular White Knight universe of Batman, which they basically have total license to do whatever they want. And the afterword in this comic book that describes the background and how it came to be uh, was so heartfelt that it almost brought me to tears again. <laughs> Klaus Jensen is a is a German creator, um, and he has a bit of the 
like the the German guilt of the you know like years past and all that kind of stuff. He is an older guy, so um, he remembers that more vividly than a lot of us do. Um, and he had never done a comic book that tackled, you know, Nazi Germany. And so this was a book that was very important to him to do. And when Sean Murphy asked him if he wanted to do it with him, he said, definitely. Yeah. And so that was where this one all came to be. Nice. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool book. If you like white Knight, it definitely has different artwork um, because it's not Sean Murphy doing it, but it was still really good. And Klaus Jansen is like an industry legend. He's worked with Frank Miller and all sorts of other crazy, awesome creators too. Very cool. Yeah, that's a double dose of Batman right off the bat, and we can start tearing through these a little bit faster. Uh, Justice League number 36 is just as crazy as it's been for a long time. It's uh, like worlds are dying. <laughs> like literally, like, well, I mean, within the universe of the DC, you know, stuff, worlds are dying. So, you know, if that's the kind of epic level crisis stuff that you like, then check it out. Is that going to, like, tie into the Odyssey thing where they're running around exploring all the different i i feel bad that i'm not following odyssey i i'm not sure i'm i know that they're doing a really good job at keeping the justice league stories kind of cohesive as far as it goes like they're still definitely off doing their own things but i know that the doom rising uh the year of the villain stuff that's going on in justice league is definitely spilling out this is like the main book that lex luthor has been doing stuff in other than the one shots that he's kind of gone off and done cool so yeah uh, also from DC, we had uh, another year of the villain thing, The Infected, which is uh, featuring on uh, Blue Beetle with this comic. Um, and he is, uh, as The Infected, he is called The Scarab, which is what this comic is called. Oh, yeah, I didn't know anything about that world. I figured that was just a villain from his world. Yeah, yeah. I uh, So, yeah, the, the, uh, the Batman Who Laughs is infecting a lot of good guys and they're turning into bad guys. I think this week... Uh, Supergirl also falls to that. We already had Shazam kind of go that way. There's going to be all sorts of uh, all sorts of bad good guys. <laughs> yeah, mm. uh, which happened in Aquaman 54 as well. Oh no, Manta gets to use his big uh, Gundam that Lex built for him. <laughs> he, he's he's got a Voltron. Yeah, he's got a, he's got his own little uh, little mech suit. That's awesome. I mean, I guess probably not for Aquaman, but for, for Black Manta, you go Black Manta. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one that I had actually forgot was coming out was The Question. Oh, yeah. I That looked really good. I didn't bring that home, but that looks really, really good by Jeff Lemire and Dennis Cowan, who is, once again, um, as the theme is this week, uh, Dennis Cowan is an industry legend. He's been around for a long time, decades and decades. Um. And is just a really classic uh, artist that they're doing it to. Uh, they're bringing in to do this really gritty kind of mystery. It seems like a sleuthy type thing. The question usually does that kind of stuff. Yeah, this one is uh, really dark. Okay. And uh, it's on the black label, right? Yeah, it's it's one okay. of the black label ones, and they're cool. definitely uh, pushing it on that on that getting to do things they don't necessarily get to do on the other books. We're seeing a new Black Label book at least once a month, if not more often than that. Yeah. But they've not, been good not, so far. Not necessarily always the the larger format ones, but they're they're pushing a lot of them out in the uh, the Black Label. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, all I have for DC this week. I didn't have a lot for them. Yeah. Fair enough. Same here. Okay. <laughs> uh, a lot out of Marvel this week, though. Uh, just for fun, giving it a shout out. Um, uh, the Amazing Mary Jane, number two, dropped this week. And that's a very like light 
comic. It's like, it don't look for the most serious, like earth shattering, you know, justice league style event crisis stuff going on. This is very light and it's fun. So if you like Mary Jane, check it out. Um, King Thor number three, I believe out of four. So that one's almost done. Um, but, uh, Jason Aaron and Asad Ribic bringing their Thor, uh, like legacy run of like seven years now to a, to a close here pretty quickly. Pretty epic stuff. And then it's just going to go back to being called Thor. I think so, but I'm pretty sure they'll have somebody else jump on after Jason Aaron. I think this is his finale. I think they're, I don't remember. I, I think they may be doing a Thor worthy. Okay. And then maybe back into Thor, I don't recall. <laughs> That's fair. That's I mean, it's been the end of a long era coming to pass here, so we'll probably see some kind of a shakeup before you before you have too much of a chance to think about it again. Yeah. And then yeah. I was bummed that I didn't get to the X titles. Yeah, they um they were really good. I am really not super familiar with the other world stuff, like the weird like medieval like Britain style magic-y type world that exists within Excalibur. Uh, but Excalibur number two is out. And uh, Betty Brandt, uh, formerly by the name of Psylocke, uh, is now acting as the new Captain Britain, who there's like this whole other power set that goes along with him. But you can see her wearing the costume, but then also wielding her psychic pink energy stuff on the cover too. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And she's also in, is it the same Psylocke or a different Psylocke that's in Fallen Angels? I think it's the same one. I think that one's just kind of going off on its own little short story okay. adventure when, you know, between all the other stuff that's going on. I, I meant to research that because I, I fell off of the X-Men and there seems to be a lot of stuff that happened that I didn't notice. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, and continuing on, they are doing that really interconnected feel. Like, yeah. um, it's funny, uh, Kate Pride because she wants to go by Kate now. <laughs> it's really hard to break that habit, but yeah. I don't know if that's going to stick or not. We'll see. Um, but she actually shows up in Excalibur and in Marauders because the Marauders is her main book this week. And she gets a bit of a promotion in the Marauders. Nice. Yeah. And it's uh, pretty cool. I'm going to see well, where it goes. captain of the ship, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just uh, I'm going to have to read it to find out. All right. I will. All right. <laughs> Because I really like that one. It was, it's good. This one is going to continue to be probably my second favorite after the main X-Men run that Jonathan Eggman is writing himself, but quite good. I really was not expecting to say that about a comic book about the Hellfire Trading Company. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what this is basically about. It's, uh, well, yeah. Okay. Go listen to the episode where we talked about the first one if you need like, a little catch up on what these <laughs> are about. Uh, also, it's a, it was a big week for events. We had the end of Absolute Carnage, number five. Uh, which was kind of crazy and it definitely didn't completely wrap up the story. We're going to see something, some thread that's going to continue here in the near future, possibly after the 2099 event that just started up this week, yeah. which they're dovetailing right from one Spider-Man based event to another. Uh, so if you're a fan of the 2099 stuff, then boy, howdy, are you in store <laughs> yeah. for a treat? Get ready. You also had uh, the Absolute Carnage Captain Marvel. Time, true, right? true. Which I had looked at the cover this morning and it's, uh, is it Flarkin? Flarky? Flarkin, the cat, the, the crazy cat that has the oh, tentacles yeah. and stuff. I, got, I was thinking that it was going to be Carol Danvers that got taken over by Symbiote and that idea <laughs> is terrifying. Yeah. Like, sh that would be the most OP thing, like, in the whole Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but the cat, the cat gets attacked by the carnage symbiote and becomes a little carnage cat, which is 
bad enough as it is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so yeah, that was out. I actually I I did an okay job. I read at least half of the tie-ins. And if you go back, don't don't quote me on this, but I said that I was going to try and keep up with all of it. And I definitely didn't do all of it, but I set the bar high and I got halfway. It wasn't necessarily like Civil War big, but no, there was, was a lot of stuff. There was. <laughs> it was five months of of a lot coming out, and I really enjoyed the majority of what I read. I can't actually think of anyone that I was like, ah, I wish I didn't read that. Yeah. So if you like the Spider-Man stuff, there are collected editions surely in the pipeline at this point, so it'll be probably not terribly hard to collect it all if you wanted to check it out and trade. Definitely. And then we'll see how big this 2099 thing gets. Yeah. Yeah. I remember reading them back in the 90s and I like the ones that I read, especially yeah. the Punisher one. Okay. The right on. Punisher 2099 was probably my favorite out of all the ones that they put out. It was crazy. Hmm. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, I, I, it looks like they have a definite uh, load of them coming out this month and next month. So we'll see where it goes after that. Indeed. Uh, was it for Marvel on my end? Yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't. I, I don't have anything written down. For okay, Marvel. fair enough. <laughs> uh, back over to the independent sector. Uh, shout out and... You know, I understand that, you know, it's not necessarily one of the more low-hanging fruit comic books, but I, 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 if you are listening and you are local, uh, check out Count Crowley. I know we actually were off on a few episodes when we uh, were going to talk about the first one. Uh, we had some technical difficulties and all that, but uh, <laughs> this is such a good comic book. It's uh, David Desmalchain, Lucas Kettner doing an awesome, like, midnight horror well, yeah, it's it's in the title. Reluctant Midnight Monster Hunter. And uh Count Crowley is the uh the basically the name of the uh the like a, like an Elvira type uh yeah. creature feature kind of a host. And then uh the main character named Jerry somehow stumbles her way in drunkenly into the role of doing this job. And well, it's, in, it's either that or loser apartment. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but it went really well and apparently they got like a hundred callbacks and people being excited about her taking over and all that kind of stuff. So even though she's uh, still working through her little uh her little drunken bender of trying to figure out if monsters are real or whatever the hell's going on, then uh yeah, it's uh it's yeah, it's been a really interesting story so far. Really good art, uh fun characters. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, Strayed also came out from Dark Horse. Nice. Space Cats. Space Cats. Psychic Space Cats. Psychic Space Cats. My apologies. That, that looks like a really good book. Yeah. I'm, uh, there's going to be riots if Lou doesn't make it out. Oh, no. <laughs> he wasn't looking very good. And the humans are just jerks. And Well, that's, that's just a given. <laughs> we had money shot number two. Nice. Vault. Very nice. Uh, the scientists are trapped on a planet. They just kind of get passed I'm, from one horrible situation to another, and hmm. they're facing down some shark people. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I really want to read that one. Definitely adults in nature, for sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like Tim Seeley stuff, definitely check that one out. Nice. Uh, Boom had a, a book called Heartbeat. That looked really good. I I didn't read it, unfortunately, but it did look really, really good. Um, looks like a bloody mess on the cover. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's another one by Brian Azzarello. No, he's uh, he is quoted on the cover as the reference, but it's oh, actually oh. Um, so he's he's not writing that one. No, he's not. It's uh, Mariah Lovett, and I think I think this is one of the people that was working with him on that. Um, really, on really the faithless. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I could yeah, be I know, wrong. I, I opened it up and flipped through it, and it definitely had that feel to it, especially art wise. Fair enough. Uh, so I definitely want to read this one. There's a chance that, uh, by tomorrow's episode, we might uh, get this one read, but it looks amazing. I cannot quite grasp what the story is about just flipping through it, but the artwork is is phenomenal. It looks really, really good. Uh, also story story of a maid's daughter that, uh, heads off to a private school for a scholarship. All right. Uh, also from boom, we had something is killing the children. Number three. Yes. And that's been really good so far. I cannot wait to keep reading that one. I love, love, love the main character in that. Oh yeah, that that <laughs> badass girl that like just she's like, all right, we're gonna figure out what's going on here. Yeah, just Let's, shut up and let me do my job. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, great character so far. I really, really like that one. Uh, also had Firefly Eleven. That was out. Very nice. Had some really cool covers on this one. They've been doing a good job on those so far. Yeah. Uh, one of the variants has like all of the girls in the show. Oh, cool. Very nice. Um, once in future, number four. Yes, indeed. When did I'm really sad that I'm falling? <laughs> I, I haven't read this one yet, but I will read it before the podcast tomorrow. This is one that I, I can't wait to see where it goes. It's a kind of like a old lady Buffy kind of yeah. bring a shoehorn in her, uh, her grandson into going off and fighting some monsters and stopping some evil and trying to keep the Holy grail from being. Yes. Around. Yep. Yep. Uh, over at Dark Horse, we had Hazel and Cha-Cha Save Christmas. Yeah. Tales from the Umbrella Academy. With some super awesome covers. Yeah. Yes. Amazing covers. Hey, quick shout out to this Saturday. Uh, it's going to be local comic store day and we will have some cool limited, uh, limited quantity, uh, stuff. If you go onto the internet and uh, look up local comic store day 2019, you'll see the list of stuff that we may or may not have. Um, we can't reserve any of it. It's a day of kind of a special event that you have to come down and pick up stuff, but we have a bunch of variant covers. Uh, one of them being Hazel and Cha-Cha Save Christmas, uh, but in a really kind of weird, surreal Hazel and Cha-Cha variant cover. And I think it's by Bill Sinkovich. I think. Maybe don't quote me on that, but it look it up online and you can find out what it is. That we will have plenty of copies of. The other stuff, maybe not, but we'll see. Anyways, that's yeah. local comic store day. Come and check us out. Yeah. Another one that uh, is coming out that day is a crow. Yeah. Tim Seeley gets a crow one shot. Indeed. For the yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I have no idea how we are doing for time right now, but uh, I've only got a few left in my stack. Oh, we're, we're doing all right. All right. 20 minutes in. Oh, okay. 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 Okay, Travis. Okay. Travis, okay. <laughs> all right, George. All right. Uh, <laughs> You want to throw a couple out? Uh, marked number two. That Drop. looks so good. It was really cool. I They have an interesting, uh, not necessarily the most original idea, but uh, every, uh, a magical world where your, your, your magic is uh, marked on you, like tattooed. So it's like magic made flesh incarnate yeah your your specific power is, has to do with the uh the tattoo that you're given and, that's uh so uh 
weird uh, D&D shout out. They just dropped a book yesterday called Eberron uh, Rising from the Last War, Rising from the Last Great War or something like that. And uh, there's a little background feature for your characters you can take called Dragon Marks. Oh, nice. And they're basically like crazy magic tattoos. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So it's like I, when I was looking, flipping through the marked issue that just dropped today, it, it was like, this is... that. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm going to go with it because it's a cool idea. And yeah. just because D&D does it doesn't mean that other people can't do it too. Yeah, like I said, it's not the most original, but they, they're they doing cool things with it. And the artwork is really, really stunning. Like, yeah. it looks really good. Uh, Weatherman number five also came out today. Shout out to Derek. <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't get one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's pro- he probably doesn't listen to this podcast. Actually, I think he does. Sorry, Derek. <laughs> Um, Outer Darkness number 12 came out, which I am loving this comic book more than a lot of other things right now. Nice. And it's, uh, the end of the second story arc. So if you were reading the trades, uh, that the second one will be out soon. And then, uh, I love that Rob Gilroy and John Lehman, the creative team of Chew now have their books coming out almost on pace with each other. Um, cause the first story, uh, the first issue of the third story arc of Farmhand is out when the last issue of the second story arc is out from John Lehman over here. And together I can get my little chew fix of uh, nostalgic, uh, you know, that comic <laughs> book is never going to come back, but I can still read what the creative people behind it are doing. And they nicely dropped at the same time this you week. Cause combine the two and get the feeling, you know, I'll press them together really, really hard <laughs> and see if they'll just merge. But uh, farmhand 11 was out starting up the third story arc for that. Yeah. Another interesting one was Olympia. Oh yeah. Did you check that one out? Again? No, I don't know if I even saw that one. It's, uh, so it, it's all centered around, uh, this kid that's, uh, reading a comic, a very Ditko style comic book character, got the Ditko dots and everything. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and then suddenly this guy shows up. Okay. In, in their world. And then, hmm. uh. It's called Olympia? Yeah. Hmm. Is it like based in Olympia or is that maybe... That's the char- the the comic book character's name. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Like, you know, like an Olympian. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got this like big lion gotcha. emblem on him and stuff. Cool. And uh, so this kid finds this uh, fallen superhero that crashes out of the sky and has to figure out what's going on. Crazy. Uh, Safe Sex number three also came out. Which just looks delightful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not caught up on it like so many other things, but it does look like a really delightful comic book. And I like that they have a cover on a cover where it's like the cover is somebody holding a comic book that is this comic book. It's weird. Picture in picture kind of thing. Getting all meta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ice Cream Man number 16. Oh, I am so sad at myself for falling behind on that. And there's no reason I shouldn't just pick them up and read them because they're typically vignettes where they're just yeah. like a single issue story that you can just read. Um, so kick myself in the shins on that one. You should read Ice Cream Man. It's a really good book. Indeed. Uh, another heart book, Heart Attack. Yeah, there's a lot of heart. There's And there's even a heart on the cover of Safe Sex, too. Nice. So there's a hearts everywhere. Take care. <laughs> uh, this one looks pretty cool. It's like a teenage superpowered kind of a thing uh, coming yeah. out from Image. Oh, Skybound even. So Robert Kirkman's imprint. Nice. Uh, people with People with powers are disappearing. Uh, so people are trying to stop it and figure out what's going on. That's another one that has really good artwork in it, too. That looks really cool. So, yeah, lots of fun new stuff out this week. Yeah. A bunch of number ones. <laughs> it was an adventure trying to get them all uh, in while 
Oh God. Yeah. Dealing with our, we were, we got our uh, big holiday stock up. Yep. <laughs> so we had just books everywhere. Yep. It was a big day. I was, I was treading water there for a little while, but. Hey, you, can, you still get out of here a little before me. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, we had a couple of really cool uh, manga out okay. that I was, I was I've been waiting for for a while. Uh, Don't toy with me, Miss Nagatoro. I, the the mouthful that <laughs> ends up being most <laughs> manga titles is just delightful to me. Like I mean, like I mean, they're not terribly pitchy, but they give you a re- they give you like some kind of an idea. Yeah, like, you know, like, it's. It's a hilarious story about this poor little nerdy kid in uh, in high school where he's he just wants to hang out and do art and uh, uh this group of girls uh, finds his his thing they're looking at it and blah 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 it, you know they're like ah whatever but this one girl just like kind of latches onto him and hmm. just torments this poor kid. Oh. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's it, so bad and you feel horrible for this this kid that just wants to be left alone and do his thing. Oh man. And the other one that I've been waiting for is Kaiju Girl Volume 2 is out. Oh wow. It's a very sweet little story about this girl that's very awkward and just happens to turn into a giant monster when she gets worked up. Wow. So Kaiju Girl Smash? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like in this volume, she goes on a date with the uh, popular kid to Disneyland. Well, it's Destiny Land, <laughs> but <laughs> so you know the non-copyright infringement version of yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, and the the girl's mom goes and like keeps an eye on her. Oh, but she <laughs> hilarity ensues. Yeah, she's she's dressed up as the uh, the mouse. Mascot. Oh my God. Destiny Land. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. That, sounds yeah, awesome. that one's also really funny and, and fun and cute and not inappropriate at all, actually. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, I do give manga credit for being way more comfortable with just having fun. Like, I mean, there's a lot of comic books that do take themselves very seriously and there isn't enough room for that humor to kind of bring, you know, bleed through at least a little bit but manga does not tend to have that problem from what i've seen yeah <laughs> they just do they do <laughs> and then uh, another trade out this week um well, we had the uh, first volume of excellence um from image as well i think also from skybound as well yeah i, I believe so so that's uh that's out that's that wizardy one where uh where magic is basically kind of on lockdown by the government and only men can use magic and only men can wield wands and all of this stuff and then there's going to be this counterculture that kind of evolves underneath that that is using dirty magic and dangerous magic uh <laughs> unsanctioned but it's been it's that been sounds cool. much better than dirty magic yeah it does dirty magic <laughs> <laughs> if Corey was up here he could talk about all the uh, star wars uh trades that were out uh, yeah there was one in particular that would be something that would be uh, worth checking out if you're uh, uh, looking forward to the Rise of the Skywalker movie. They have the journey to Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker out this week. Yeah. And then they had the Age of Republic, uh, Age of, is it Republic or Rebellion? Age of Rebellion, I think. Yes. Yes. The, Age of the, Rebellion. The yep. villain. Mm-hmm. One is out. Which you get a one shot on Phasma, on uh, Supreme Leader Snoke, uh, Kylo Ren, and then the Weasley brother that I can never remember the name of the character. <laughs> the, 
Oh, what's his name? That's right. He was a Weasley, wasn't he? Mux, Nux, Mox, Nox, something like that. Yeah. Okay. But the general, the the guy that, you know, continuously gets shamed and like thrown on his face. (laughs) So that's fun. I don't think I, I don't think I put that together before that he was. Yeah, no, that's totally him. I think it's, was it, wasn't it Percy? He's, he was like the worst one. Yeah. He's either Percy or one of the Fred and George brothers. I can't remember. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I don't remember. Small world. Yeah. <laughs> but that, <laughs> dude, screw that guy though. He gets to be like, probably like young thirties and has already been in Star Wars and Harry Potter. Yeah. Like that's, that's a decent resume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, uh. That, that wraps it up on my end. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, a ton of cool, like, art books. Yeah. Uh, it's yep. that time of the year where they where everybody starts releasing, like, cover portfolios and art books. And There was an intense amount of new releases. And our uh, our, uh, our new data guy came by and uh, filled in on a day off and got all, got all of them done. Yeah. <laughs> and I, okay. Anyways, well, moving right along. <laughs> um, I think that's all we've got. So, yeah, that's... Uh, it's right around, right around good time. Okay. Well, uh, th- thanks, Travis. Yeah. Thank you, George. <laughs> Bye. You've been listening to AU Radio Comics Corner. Music is provided by Cubby and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground Copyright 2018, all rights reserved. If you'd like to contact the show, follow us on Twitter at AU underscore radio, Facebook at AU Radio Podcast, Instagram at AU dot radio, or you can email the show at podcast at advunderground.com. You can also support this show and all the shows on AU Radio by becoming a patron of the AU Radio Network. Find us on Patreon as AU Radio at Adventures Underground. You can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month. Thanks for listening. 